This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> I'll take your word for it as a smog aficionado yeah, that you are. Smog is the uh, he's the he's smog, the dragon from Smaug? Hobbit. You can is say it's smog. smog. You can say it's smog. Smog. You can say say it's smog. Uh, you can say it's smug. Um, <laughs> there are many different ways to to say many it. different pronunciations. Yeah. Um, two weeks off. One week off. We took. Yeah, one we week did. Off. Uh, uh, welcome back. Yeah. First to yourself and also to our listeners. I apologize for the break. Last week uh, didn't work out. You you had schedule. I had a schedule. We. I hate my schedule so much. I, I work. Yeah. Well, you know, I get up at four thirty in the morning. It's just it's it's just bananas, dude. I hate it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, so much so that I'm thinking about switching it. Just doing the clothes thing for a while. Yeah. Like three to close that sort of thing. Uh, I guess if you'd be home by eleven or midnight, that wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't like the opening. Yeah. The opening gig. It's four thirty wake up call every morning. Go pick up my brother and excuse me, do that whole thing. Anyway, four thirty is about the time when I, I. That's when I'm like, okay, it's time to. No, yeah, it's think true, about heading for bed. Occasionally, you'll text me. Yeah, and I'll text you right back. At, yeah, at that hour of of the day. And I'm texting stupid stuff because I'm usually. About to, yeah. yeah. I've usually had like five beers at that to, point. About to get into bed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to. Uh, usually, at that point, I'm thinking, what can I, what can I eat? What is, what is there in the house to eat? Do right you now? use food to go to sleep? Uh, I usually stay up about an hour after I eat. Oh, okay. Like uh, I'll eat, I'll snack throughout the day. Sometimes I use food to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, I don't. I try not to because I'm already a fat guy, and that just yeah. puts it on. Yeah. Like if you if the you eat a sandwich and, and then thing. yeah, because yeah, it's it doesn't. They do say anything. that actually. They say one of the ways to lose weight is to quit doing that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, welcome to give that some thought. Trap out broadcasting's flagship show. Uh, I'm Addison, the voice you hear alongside mine is my co-host Matt Hume. Uh, hello everybody. Food stories. So my birthday was Monday. Yeah. This is Wednesday. Happy birthday. The 29th. Yes, thank you. Uh, I'm 27. And then my wife's birthday was the 28th. Oh, really? Yeah, her birthday's the day after mine. Really? I didn't know that. Really? No, I didn't know that. It always has been. Hmm. She, she hadn't changed it. But uh, so when I went into work today, I pretty much, I basically had your equivalent of, and I know you as a larger gentleman will know what I'm talking about. I'm of, I am of the big and tall variety. Yes. Uh I basically had when I went into work today a food hangover because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Monday night got off of work at three, went to the ball game for my birthday, and actually one of my friends his birthday is on my birthday, twenty seventh. So we went to the ball game with him and his wife, another buddy and his wife, uh, another buddy and his fiance mm-hmm. girlfriend, not fiance. Um, it was a good time, but had a couple of beers there. Had the uh, if you go to the, uh, don't just go to the, 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 your, your basic concession stand and get the nachos there, but you can go to this other stand and pay 10 bucks and get the nachos where you build your own toppings with the banana peppers and however much sour cream you like and all that good stuff. So we did that, ate that Monday night, Tuesday, 
I had a voucher for uh, a Greek place here in town, downtown St. Louis, that is one of my, me and my wife's favorite places to eat. We oh, went, which which place? It's called Momo's. Just one place, not a chain or anything, but it's so good, dude. It's so good. And ordinarily, we get the saganaki, which is the flaming cheese, as the appetizer that they light cheese. on fire. Really? Yeah, at the table they, they they pour. I think it's brandy over it, and they light it on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, and then the uh, so we ordinarily get that when we go, and then she gets an entree and I get an entree. I got we got the saganaki. We got the baked goat cheese, which is a whole other appetizer, mm-hmm. comprising mm-hmm. mostly of cheese. I got a cocktail, which is basically their version of a Red Bull and vodka. I don't know, whatever. It was like eight bucks. I probably got ripped off, but then we both got an entree, ate all of that, then got a latte after that at Starbucks. Went home and went to bed to go to work this morning. Seriously, dude, food hangover. And I, I've, I've been farting for about 24 hours. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Those two days of eating, mm-hmm. I, it just it's just ripped me apart, man. Yeah. Happy birthday to me, was, was there any alcohol involved? There was, yeah. yeah. Two beers at the ball game, and then the cocktail with dinner Okay, on Tuesday. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I tend to zone out when you're talking. No, I was actually looking up something on my phone. You were. I saw you on the, the phone the entire time, well, and I just continued on. Sorry, I was thinking about something further ahead in the show that I wanted to do. Oh, sure, uh, sure, So, sure. But, yeah, so... I was listening, but I, I missed the whole thing about the alcohol at the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah, There was a cocktail at the restaurant and then beers at the bar. Yeah, so there's the alcohol and the food It was two days of food, food and alcohol. Yeah. And, and espresso yeah, on see, top of the, the whole. The coffee, though, usually helps to speed up the digestion Well, that was my thought process. As soon as I got out of that meal, I was like, I was like, yeah. I got to get some coffee. Just helps. It, 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 that's that's why old people drink coffee after after dinner, because it helps yeah. move it from the stomach to the colon. No, it totally does. Coffee, yeah, coffee yeah. will speed, speed that up. But um, Well, good for you, man. Uh, you know what? You don't want to do the food hangover, because it's it, it's not a good hangover. No, it's not. It's almost better to be actually hungover. I, like drunk hungover, yeah. yeah. I, I, th- I, I think it... Except for the nausea. But the bloated yeah, just... But, but see, you're going to be... if Once you're bloated, you're going to be bloated until... Until you're going to be bloated for a couple of days. It's going to take a while. Yeah, to and I still am. I still feel. I mean, my stomach is pretty thick right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm a gassy person as it, as it goes. <laughs> like the first the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is fart. Yeah, real big. Just... The second thing I do is burp. Most people get up and like pee, <laughs> check their phone. No, the first nine times out of ten, the first thing I do is the first fart. Two things. Wow. And the other ten percent of the time, it's burp. Yeah. You know. Well, not a terrible way. So either do one today, of those but, things when yeah, I first get up. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm going to do this first. Uh, so after last week's episode, mm-hmm. in which we made, I don't remember what the, um, if I can find the email here. I, don't I think th- it was just, I, I was just riffing and uh, I was just riffing on. Well, on, and I think I made the point about sex ed classes being, because yeah, yeah. well, you said bank account classes are not given and they should mm-hmm. be. And then I said, I said that sex ed, just the straight up. Birds and bees should be mandatory, yeah. and then the others should be electives. Well, somebody went to our website, give that some thought dot com, mm-hmm. sent it through the the tripod broadcasting, uh, the contact form on there, and uh, here's the email from Cody Schaefer. I don't know who this is. You said you didn't either. I don't. But uh, Cody Schaefer, uh, here's the message. It says I heard the latest episode of GTST. I had some more <laughs> sex class electives, mm-hmm. sex electives. The sex like that. I, I want to hear these. Yeah, and this, are they are they safe for the air? 
It doesn't matter. We're, we'll bleep them out if well, they're not. Yeah, they, we're going to read them. Gist, and then, uh, yeah, if, 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 if this show is um, PG-13, as we like to say. It, it, no, it's, it's not true. It's yeah. not R. We're in C-17, mm-hmm. God forbid. Yeah. But it is, it is, it's not for a child. Yeah. Yeah. We get, uh, we get, we get one F-bomb. Yeah. And one wet t-shirt. Exa- one F-bomb, one wet t-shirt. And if, but we can trade the F-bomb or the wet t-shirt for a beheading. Just like yeah. in PG-13 movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know. We can have as much violence as we want as long as we don't show any blood. Exactly. Exactly. You know? But uh it's like but, Chronicles of Narnia violence. But we can have bloody violence if we trade the F bomb. Yeah, yeah. Which of course we're generally unwilling to do. But, yeah. We tend we tend yeah. to be a little bit more hard on the language than the yeah, violence than in the, the violence. show. Yeah, yeah. Although you know, violence is really popular. The Walking Dead, Vikings. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, yeah. Game of Thrones, Spartacus, you know, yeah, maybe all that we stuff. should yeah. maybe we should get does violence translate very well over the radio? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it used to. There used to be like radio drama, but there was more the suspense of yeah, yeah. The whodunit. The sound we should effects. get. We should get Mike Tyson back in here. We should. He do should another, get back uh, in here. Do another commercial. For do us. another spot. That because I mean, it got a little violent in the studio. Most of the violence occurred off air. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, he was a violent. He was a violent man, and I think I. I honestly think it was because he would. He had just started with the clean. I don't know if it was clean. Like, was he on? Drugs before I don't or? think he's really I don't think he's ever been a drug addict. I but think I think it was just a cleansing kind of thing of in terms of, you know, he's trying to do the poetry and Yeah, yeah. Look at things from a yeah. more peaceful perspective as opposed to being a fighter yeah. for the thirty whatever whatever years. I, I think the biggest problem was that I was intentionally antagonizing him. Yeah. The whole time. Well, and you do that to our guests. Which but uh, he, from time to time, yeah. you know. Well, it's in your it's in your contract. I, I'm the one that holds it down, and you're the one that's the shocker. Uh-huh. You know? yeah, I so. just I just like I just don't like it when any attention is diverted. I get so little attention as it is. As it is yeah. It, any attention that's diverted away from me, I, me talking I, I just over you. yeah yeah. I just get anyways. Uh, back to Cody's email. Yeah, Cody. What uh, <clears throat> Cody Schaefer? Sh- come 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 at us with it. Here's the the sex class electives, sex electives as he calls them. Mm-hmm. And he just made a list. Pre-com algebra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> this one I might have to. Nope. Nope. Just say it. Clitorary analysis and composition. That See, that to me is a class that could be very, very useful. <laughs> I, I'm. You could have used that? That's, that's still, it's a class I couldn't pass now. Yeah. That's what I'm, te- I'm yeah. telling you that. At, I could okay. use it. As essential, uh, more essential or less essential than like a, a class on how to balance your brain? Like more essential, more, more essential. essential. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't necessarily. W- I don't want a bank account. I do want a girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and well, you don't have either. To be clear, <laughs> no, I don't. But you know, one I one I want, one I don't want. Yeah. Um. But when I have the one that I want, I I kind of I need to help. know what the business is down downstairs. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the best way to say this. U.S. history, but it's an a a n u s history. It, yeah, it doesn't translate. It, it's better over text. Yeah, exactly. Body geometry. We we laugh, but no one else will because it's better over text. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. that's us laughing. Yeah. Body geometry one hundred and one is the next one. Mm-hmm. AP body geometry covers the back half of the Kama Sutra. He says, <laughs> and then pregnancy, a body horror story. This class yeah. is also a prerequisite for Cronenberg film studies. <laughs> I like the Cronenberg film studies at the end. Yeah. No. This guy sounds like a community fan to me, because uh, these the titles of community. Of community well, I wonder are... if much thought went into these. I enjoy, I, I enjoyed. It. I was surprised. I got the email. I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! Somebody's yeah. listening." 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, I wonder if they were just spur of the moment, just out of the head, or if they mm, was like it was like I'm gonna think of these and email them. But anyways, Cody, thank you for your email. If you listen to this episode, thank you for the email. Uh, and yeah. and I'll, I'll go ahead and say this: the argue, uh, pre-cum algebra is probably my favorite. Just the simplicity of it. it yeah, just... it's quick and just mm-hmm. right out there. Um, but uh, uh, I'll say this: I said this about the reviews, but I'm saying this about the emails too. Any emails that we get mm-hmm. regarding this show that includes for my personal email at gmail.com. Yeah, whatever it's about this show. So any ma- emails I get from like Pizza Hut, um, well, Papa uh, John's, about the show. Domino's, Nigerian Princes. They have to be about the show. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Right. But any emails about the show, I'll read sure. on air. It's a guarantee. Sure. It's a guarantee. I'll even, um, if they're super, um, how should we say, uh, racy. Yeah. I'll even take the time, no matter how long or whatever they are. I'll read them and I'll, I'll edit the I'll edit the whole thing. Well, everything everything we do is subject to being edited, number one. Yeah, it's true. But, you know. Um, we live under a hard contract. But Yeah. But the point is, we we do like interacting with people who who listen yeah, to the show. Yeah, I love show hearing it. I love hearing it. And take time to, because you know we we know we're just two guys behind microphones. Just the two dudes. That's right. Just two dudes. Yeah. Just two average dudes. There's no. There's no. Not the, there's nothing special to bring you to the table here. There's nothing special. There's no gimmick. We're not being trying to be Matt, overly slick. Matt's above average in size, and that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. all we bring to the table. Well, I also have, do have exceptional intelligence and wow, and a keen sense of smell. Wow, it's a nose that can smell crime, Addison. Oh, I know. Speaking of that. Uh, Dramatic podcast we were talking about. Mm-hmm. A man that can smell crime. <laughs> what up, premise? What up? <laughs> I feel like they could devolve jot, into. Jot that down real quick, will you? A man that can smell crime. Okay. Just, I'll, I'll know what it means. All so right. Just... Let me jot it down here real quick. Yeah. Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode with Dolph Lundgren. Okay. Well, whatever. Have you seen that episode of Always Sunny? Where I they, think so. I yeah, don't it's, know. It, basically, the premise is Charlie and Mac write a screenplay about a man who can smell crime. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Anyhow, uh, so you and we talked. I picked you up from work about a half hour ago, mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. We sat down, or I sat down. I came in and sat down. I didn't have to do that, but I came in and sat down, had a drink, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we talked. But uh, you, excuse me. So the main thing that happened to you this week is abundantly noticeable. Yeah, as soon as you see me. Yes, and I am. I am thrilled. Mm-hmm. As I know our listeners will be. Yep, because I finally did it, guys. It's true. I got that penile implant. Yep, yep. He's got his own now. Mm-hmm. One to use. Uh, peeing was always a bit of an issue. Yeah, big it's old noticeable package everywhere. now. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's good to go. Wearing, Matt's good to go. Wearing my tight jeans. Yeah, yeah. We need to go. We still need to go skinny jeans shopping too. By the way, uh, not gonna happen. But, uh, not gonna happen. I would love to see some skinny jeans. I look like a ham's. I look like two sausages trying to support a ham. <laughs> Just trying to hold a ham up in the air. It's not going to work. Yeah, but I want to see it because of the comedic. No, but the big reveal, what what happened, Addison? Yeah, no, Matt got a haircut. I did. Matt finally got a haircut. I got a normal person haircut. Yeah, he looks like a dude. He just looks like uh, a dude. It's, it's close on the sides, a little bit longer on top. Yeah. And that's about it. It's, He's uh, just a dude. Mm-hmm. It's just, just your average dude. You'd see him in like your, your grocer. And you wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't just, think twice, dude. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't think this man is a rapist who has a podcast. Yeah. You would just think, well, there's a dude. Um, well, uh, allegedly, first off, with the rape thing, allegedly. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, but yeah, I'm, pending charges. I went to uh, went to the store yesterday. Walked by a, a mother a and her people. child yeah? in the in the aisle, and the mother did not instinctively pull her child closer to her as right. I passed by, protectively. Yeah, the mother bear um, thing. Yeah. So I, I 
and it, it, so it's it a shocked for me you because then. normally, you know, yeah, they pull their kids away from me, you know, yeah. they, you know. see the overgrown gentleman yeah. approaching. Yeah, you yeah. know when we talked about stranger danger, that's what I was talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, exactly, stranger danger, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it's co- it's kind of cool. It's a little bit like a disguise because despite the haircut, you still pose the same amount of stranger danger. Yeah, stranger it's true. danger, Matt, yeah. is still there. But the haircut makes you. Look I'm much not a more danger soft. to children. I would never. I would never ever hurt a child. That's that's. I don't even want to joke about that. I don't know if they made you angry enough. You probably would. No, I mean, if a child was being a dick, and I want, I, w- <laughs> I would, I'd go upside his head. I don't care. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, if if a child started yeah. uh, spouting off about how marijuana should be illegal, and well, and, if a, if a child was just is being the greatest a, is the greatest option for president, right, you'd yeah. probably smack that kid. Yeah, because five year olds, six year olds are always are, no. But okay, there's a difference between like a misbehaving child yeah. and somebody who's just a snot. There are children out there who are just snots. Yeah, they're just little snots. Okay, and if you if anybody anybody but their parent interacts with them, yeah, they're just a dick. You, yeah, all you want to do is smack them. Yeah, you want to throw a and rock. You and actually hit a kid. wonder you wonder why their parents don't. Like I know you're not supposed to like smack your kids, but like, yeah. come on, some kids need smacking. No, but here's the, here's the thing. You know what I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with the never hit your children thing. Really? Because that's something I would think you would agree with. No, I don't. I think there's a point where uh-huh. you should be past that. I think by the time they're eight, you should kind of need to be past that. And I'm, I'm, I'm never taking off the belt. Okay. Yeah. I'm never using a foreign object. Use hands good enough. Yeah, and your kids. And I also don't believe. Have, in, go ahead. Yeah, don't. I, I don't have any children, <laughs> but I also didn't bend the whole bending over the knee thing. Yeah, not a big fan of that. Well, to me, psychologically, that's embarrassment. I mean, you're you're putting somebody in a demeaning position. Uh huh. From the get go. Yeah. And then you're 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 yeah, inflicting pain. Yeah. So you're doing you're 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 inflicting pain on two levels, psychologically and physically. The whole point being to gain leverage over an eight year old so that they'll do what you <laughs> yeah, want them to yeah, do. Yeah. Ninety nine percent of the time, mm-hmm. you should be able to outthink an eight year old. See, that's what I've always in manipulation kind of said. But there's that one percent of the time where words don't work, mm-hmm. and it just it needs to be, I will hit you. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Diplomacy is great. Yeah. Okay? Um, the UN is great. Yeah. But you can never take the nuclear option off the table. Yeah, exactly. Don't destroy the bombs. The reason, whole reason you have the nukes is so you can be like, hey, uh, we when got the nukes. UN's been bluffing for two years. What are you going to do? Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So the whole, the whole, the whole, it, it's an option that needs to be on the table. Like, your child needs to know See, I, at any time. Like you were saying you above eight, them. like I think there's still there's still like the nuke the nuke can change over the years, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah cause, absolutely. Because the nuke when they're like, like my son's like one, I can't imagine him doing anything where I would necessarily pop him or whatever. But like, yeah. like the nuke at that age might be like a pinch or like a like a like a slap on the hand or something. Mm-hmm. But then, but then when the kid's ten, like the nuke's gonna be, hey, no iPod or your yeah. buddy's not coming over this weekend or yeah. we're not going to the whatever. You know that we mm-hmm. said we were, or whatever it is. You know, yeah, what I mean? the future space ball game, right? Are those? Will they have those by the time my kids ten? Probably. Oh, I mean, they have ice ball now. They probably will. Yeah. No. Uh, speaking of my kid, though, he he got his first haircut yesterday. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Uh... Did you uh, Did you guys save the hair and take a bunch of pictures? Oh, God no. No. God no. She took a handful of pictures after it was done. Yeah. Because she's always posting pictures and 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 taking like it's it's a constant thing, with yeah. The, you know, with her taking pictures and my kid, but 
<laughs> but uh, so she took a bunch afterwards. You can definitely see like, a, like the difference in the before and after. Mm-hmm. And but uh, it makes his face look way fatter because he's got a lot less hair. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he looks good. He looks good. She did it at home. Yeah. Uh, which was a bit of a challenge at first. Because my kid, my kid doesn't like sitting still, man. He just, he doesn't. <laughs> really? A toddler? D- yeah. Toddlers don't like sitting still. I know. I know. I know. It's a bit, it comes as a bit of a shock. I don't, I think once you have two or three more children, you'll realize that most, it, it must be just, it just, it's just Lucas. The toddlers just love, yeah. what they love more than anything is sitting quietly by themselves yeah. and not being a bother to anybody. That's what toddlers really love. <laughs> No, he, uh, but yeah, so he's got the haircut thing going on. It's, it's, it's great, dude. I, I just have a proud father moment or what what have you, but, but just have a proud father moment. Go ahead. I believe, um, that speaking of the, like the discipline thing and stuff, he's learning the word no. Oh, yes. Which I'm, Is that, was that his first word? No, 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 not to say it. Oh, okay. He's, he's learning the meaning of it. Oh, I, I just gotcha, gotcha. No, he says, he says, um, it's not the full like word, but but like when I come home and he starts, well, he's walking now too, mm-hmm. not crazy, but but he's he's you know doing it, and uh, he starts walking or crawling or making his way towards me. He says he's like dad, 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 dad. Like he kind of says it like that. Yeah, and he doesn't say that like he, he like you know like she, she tell me she like he doesn't say that like all day. Like so he knows the association is there that yeah yeah know, that I'm dad and everything. So in terms of learning words, that's where he's at with that. And he just say mom too. He's like mom, 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 like just like that. Yeah. But uh, no, 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 no thing. Uh, he's you know like I'll sit down, I'll play Xbox, and like the remote will be sitting there. And Dad Gummit, if he's going to turn that TV off while I'm while I'm trying to yeah get my KD up, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so he'll he'll come over and he'll you know he's standing by the coffee table. Bad Lucas, Daddy is fighting ones and zeros right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And you need to learn the importance of that. Yeah. But uh, no, he'll come over and he'll. I'll see him reach for the remote and I'll say, "No, son, no," just like that, like just you know, like that. And and he'll, you can see in his head that he knows that that means he's not supposed to touch it. Yeah, he's not supposed to screw with whatever he's about to do. Yeah. And so yeah, he'll he'll. And he doesn't always like. Sometimes he's like, "Well, I'm gonna throw this on the floor. That's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do." But uh, but probably about six times out of ten, he's like. Okay, well, he said no, and then he'll move on to other things. Yeah. When I could tell that he was very clearly headed towards this is what he's going to do. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I love but my what, kid. But what are those situations line. where you say no, and he still goes and grabs the remote and throws it on the floor? Well, see, I take it. Like, if, okay. he, if I say yeah. no, and he grabs it, then I just take it. Yeah. You know, and I've seen him. It doesn't happen a lot. Usually it's with, like, if she, the, the couple times where I've seen it and I've noticed it, he'll, he'll she, she'll be eating something. Like, we'll be, we'll be eating, and he will have eaten or be like ready to eat, but he'll come over to like her food that she's eating, yeah, and like just like reach for the plate, like just like uh, give me some of that, and she'll say no or whatever, and he'll he doesn't like fully throw a feather, he's not like on the ground or anything, yeah. but but he's like he's like you can tell he's like what the hell? Well, that's probably because he's still <laughs> trying to differentiate the, the the his food and our food, and that exactly sort of yeah. like him him. Eating and her eating is pro. It's kind of synonymous, yeah. right At this point, yeah. Like well, he, he, eats, spends, he eats when we do. Yeah, he's probably he's. I mean, he spends the majority of his time with Meredith. Yeah. Well, another, other than breastfeeding, like I said, when he eats, we you know we're yeah, everybody's yeah. eating. Yeah. You know, so, but uh, yeah, that's about the only time I've seen him. What I guess I would classify as like throwing a fit or being upset. Uh-huh. But uh, so he hasn't learned what, per- what the meaning of personal property yet. He's a he's a socialist. <laughs> wet dream. 
He says, yeah, I guess so. He's a young socialist. Yeah, he's just like, we could just share everything. Yeah. It's just like, dad has a remote, uh, you know, while he's playing a video game, but I, I should be able to turn the TV off mm-hmm. if I want. Yeah, yeah, sure. And no, he won't, because yeah. daddy's trying to get his KD up in a game that's five years old that no one cares about. <laughs> so, you, uh, you, you leave that to daddy, son. Hey, though, at that point, at that's least- what daddy's trying to do. At least all the 14-year-olds are off the servers. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, because they've moved but on there's to There's still the same amount of people games. that are tubing, and that, that is unacceptable. Apologize, I apologize for the language. Okay? Wow. I'm actually going to make a note of that because I, I got to edit this right you, after uh... this, but about 23 minutes. But that's unacceptable, okay? Yeah. Like, the one-shot, one-kill grenade launcher, tubing, like, like why would you just – that takes no skill, that takes no talent, and I've started to run with it because it's a pretty effective method to get kills. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I hate uh, it. I t- hate it, Matt. Streamers do it because that's what gets them. Yeah, that's, that's what, what gets yeah. them views. You're at the top of the map. They don't want to. They don't want to. They want to see three or four people mm-hmm. play the game right, mm-hmm. and everybody else play the game wrong. Or in some because the three or four people who play the game right, those yeah. are the best players of that game. Yeah, and they are the professionals, and they get to tell everybody else how they should be playing the game. Yeah. Also, the ones jumping around enough. corners. Yeah. Don't jump like like as you come into view, be jumping. I mm-hmm. hate that. I hate that. It's the most childish, stupidest. It's a good move. tactic, right? Though, because you are no, not looking. Not. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, it, if you, it if is you, a good tactic. If though. you want to die young and alone, it is. Well. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. So I'm a proud dad. I love mm-hmm. my kid. He's a good. He's a good little. Now, dad. okay, going back to Lucas because I'm I, watching him by myself next weekend. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you that. So. Time for Lucas's first beer. <laughs> Baby's first beer. I actually really wanted to take a picture of him with the beer can because they the the way they serve because I wanted Blue Moon. I don't want Bud products. Yeah, yeah. And I got a blue. I got two Blue Moons. Uh, I mean, Blue Moon's still on by in- InBev. It's still well, but it's better than it's Bud, Bud Light, Bud Select. Yeah. Okay, um, or maybe it's distributed by Miller. It might be Miller. Anyway, they're both on by InBev. Who cares? Isn't everything on by InBev anyways? But it, yeah, like ninety percent of the alcohol in the world. That's so. All. Got two blue moons and the cans are empty and I really wanted to give him the can and take a picture of him holding the uh-huh. can just and put it on Facebook just yeah. here. Yeah. You know, the first thing he would have done was stick his finger in the hole and cut himself. Well, that's and then I actually thought about that and I was yeah. like, ah, I don't want to. I don't want any cut. And then mom would have been mad or try to put it in his guilty. mouth and maybe cut his like yeah. lip or something. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, that would have been would have been pretty funny. But no, uh, See, yeah, there, uh, next weekend she's leaving for twenty four hours. Well, that's when you get a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> He can't cut himself on a bottle of Jack Daniels unless, unless he, breaks he breaks it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good point. Maybe I'll get, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, see. so. And a cigarette. I need to get a cigarette in his hands. <laughs> I'm just, she's going to, she'll turn around and come back as she sees these pictures being uploaded to Facebook. Yeah, like, yeah Just him yeah. with cigarettes uh-huh. and beer. And maybe if I can get like, like, never, I should. No, you, you, what you do is you, you, you <laughs> go on Craigslist and you ask a mom <laughs> to hire, to like, no, I'm to on hire, board. I'm on hire board. her like. Yeah. Young toddlers, yeah. like she, she has two toddler girls, yeah. you know, like maybe twins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hire them, yeah. Like you know, give yeah. her a eight ball of coke or whatever. Yeah, exactly. To, to, to do this, to let their children. Now, this sounds vaguely like child prostitution. It's not. Yeah, this is no, for a one year old. It's, it's totally age appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, get get a couple toddler strippers in there. Yeah, exactly. Um, get them in bikinis. Uh huh. And then get a picture of him. Yeah, maybe with some cash in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. If I could pull that off and put it on Facebook, yeah. would I get in trouble with DFS? Like, would I? Would they kick in my door with that kind of crap? Um, no, I think everybody would be would would you you'd get a bunch of upvotes. And- oh yeah, totally. I mean that <coughs> that would go over the internet like wildfire, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, but it is still not something you should do. Child exploitation. <laughs> but everything you but see, that's a murky thing because like my Facebook feed, I've got a lot of friends yeah. that have just had babies and stuff. It's all child exploitation. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know you don't want to put those words on it, but like all these people that are taking pictures Sorry. of their kids doing whatever it is, or first haircuts, yeah. or, or or first trips to the zoo, or first now, this trips to the ball a good game. Point. First, like, isn't that child exploitation? This raises a good point, and I've seen I've seen this discussed. Like, on you're the, just putting all that stuff online, anyways. Yeah, I've seen this discussed on the internet everywhere. Which is which is what happens when these people become eighteen when they're autonomous? They have the first five, six, seven, eight. 10, 12, 12 years yeah, yeah, yeah. of their lives are documented on the internet with complete, with absolutely Very no no regard or, yeah. for what they think of what what's been posted what up done. there. Yeah, you know it's it's Facebook has become the modern day baby book, right? Like I was I was actually going to bring up I have my baby book in you okay, know yeah. I stored up somewhere. My mom's got a little lock of hair for my first haircut. Yeah, okay. she did it with all the kids. Put yeah. them in the baby book. Yeah, you know, okay. I, and I and still that's... plan to use that lock of hair. At a crime scene or something, yeah, you know, put sprinkles. If, you know, when I yeah. finally flip out and murder my boss or something like that, yeah. you know, I'm not yeah. going to do that. But sprinkle. Well, little... the funny thing would be, would be like, they'd be like, well, how did they have one year old? Exactly. How did this take down this? How did this toddler <laughs> time travel from 1984 and kill this man, this full grown man? <laughs> this is truly the most unique crime scene I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, just to baffle the detective. But no, like, yeah. what happens when when these kids turn 18 and their entire pre adolescent life? Has been documented on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. What happens when they can go back and look at their mom's posts from twenty years from years before they were born or right when they were born? What if they yeah. you know? Well, I see parents. I saw uh, a friend of mine, and this weirded me out because I mean, what is it going to do to their psyche when they see their mom drunk online, pictures of their mom drunk, you know, YOLO, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I, of all the bad tattoos she's gotten, that sort of thing. You know what well, I mean? Well, I saw a picture of, uh, or it, was, it wasn't a picture, it was just a post of, some, yeah. of, of somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook, and she, and her, I know that, like, I know that her daughter's on Facebook. I'm not friends with the daughter, but, but, uh, and I was actually friends with her from a professional, like, like she was a client from an ad agency that I worked at like five years ago, mm-hmm. like it was that kind of thing. And I never delete anybody. I figure when they stop seeing me, when they get tired of seeing me post my show, they'll delete me, and that's <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. But uh, she posted, and I know her daughter's on Facebook because I've seen her like tag her daughter in photos and stuff. Like I know there's an account for her daughter, and she posted on just as a as a status on Facebook. Um. Oh, like oh my god, I hate raising teenagers sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. I mean, as a teenager, if you look back on that in yeah, five, but, ten years, yeah, as, but that as kid, child, that that kid can see that now. Like that's not okay. Okay, no, if I tell, uh, yeah, yeah. If, like, yeah. like if I tell you, I mean, this is obviously on the air, but if we're just chumming about as we do, uh-huh. and I say, "Oh boy, that Lucas man, what a pain in the ass." I, mean, I, yeah, can't, yeah. I can't seem to get him to do whatever it is. He won't mow the lawn when I tell him, or whatever mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's one thing. I'm going to you for support, or so you can hear me piss and moan about it, yeah. right? But uh, but if I put that on Facebook, where he's on there, like it's almost kind of like maybe I'm trying to like because everybody that sees me knows who my kid is, mm-hmm. and every one of his friends that's friends with me can see that. So it's like I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know how uh, comfortable I am with that sort of thing. Yeah, because that's I'm not trying to like shame them into or whatever. Like I don't. It almost goes back to like the spanking thing. Like there's way better ways to. To accomplish that, or yeah, even have that yeah. conversation, than 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 like that. But anyways, yeah, weird me. I was like, I was like, is it here? Like your daughter's on Facebook. Like the, yeah. the, the, your fourteen year old that, that you're clearly referring to is 
genre. Well, passive aggressive parenting is never good. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I've never parented before. But it should just be fully aggressive. I agree. Exactly. It should be one hundred <laughs> completely. It's completely aggressive. No passivity at all. Yeah. Um. But the oh, pass and and th- that's basically what you're doing by creating that Facebook post about your teenager. Yeah. When you're yeah. Which is the same thing. I don't. I don't think you should do that with the relationship either. No, you like, should. I would never no. say, "Oh God, women are such a pain." Like, no, no, no. Yeah. My wife is my like. Yeah. No. Yeah. I would no. never do that. Yeah. I can't think of a time in a million years. That yeah, you're viol- that. you're violating a trust of your relationship, the privacy of, of that too. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. the whole the whole point of a relationship. Right, cool, is- man. We're on the same page. Yeah, we are. Um, but yeah. uh, you, I don't I don't think that uh, that's a good way to parent or reach to, or to air know. out your grievances on Facebook. But I think it's even worse thing to be the kind of person who airs out your grievances on Facebook in general. Yeah, in general. No, I agree. So you sh- yeah, I don't do it. That I, that kid already has a bad hand simply because who, uh, who their parent who is. Parent is, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't really do that unless I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, I pretty much it's, the only time I piss and moan on Facebook is if I'm trying to be comedic mm-hmm. about something mm-hmm. or something that's occurred to me that's funny about yeah. about something that annoys me. Because most of the things I do make light of are things that annoy me. Yeah, but um, I did it, I did it once on the internet, some passive aggressive BS yeah. status. Yeah, and I I deleted it quickly thereafter because it was stupid. It like, is. I, I don't got, think. Yeah. yeah, and I almost immediately got called out on it. And I'm, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. This is pretty dumb. This was yeah. that was dumb. Good. Yeah, they should have called out me out on it. I'm glad they did. So this Sunday, this past Sunday. Day before my birthday, mm-hmm. go to church. Did you go to the house of the Lord. I did go to the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. My wife and my son. Did you hear a good word, brother Addison? I did. Did the hear a good word. Of the Lord. Did hear mm-hmm. a good word. However, and there's always a however in life. Mm, isn't isn't there always? And I kind of want to get your take on two things. Okay. What I'm about to tell you occurred, and and what that is inherently, and then and then. What occurred, what it was about, and we can talk about that issue as well. Okay. Uh, sang the songs, did the offering, did the announcements, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as the pastor's about to come up and begin preaching, mm-hmm. speaking. Well, you did the tithings and the offerings. The you tithings, the, the songs, offerings, the songs. Announcements. Yep. Yep. Now, did we even you... had a baptism. Oh. Yeah, I was thrilled. Yeah, it was Ooh. good times. Now, did you have the processional of the naked donkey? No. Okay. No, that's uh, once a year, Matt. Oh, I, you know what? I forget. I yeah. forget. Yeah. That's Passover. It's been a while me. since you've been in there. But, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyhow. Now, was now was the laying of the manger? The arranging of the manger? No, no, no. That's once a year, too. Is that... That's a Thanksgiving one, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Cool. Yep. Cool, cool. Now, did you have the Did you have the, the folding of the of the flag, of the American flag? That's once a year, too. A lot of once a year things, huh? Yeah, but you guys put on the cross was lit though, and that happens oh, every okay. You every guys Sunday. did burn the cross. Every, no, 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 not lit on fire. Oh, like backlit by light. Oh, with light, light shining okay. on to the cross. So you were hitting the cross with lightning. Now, was the cross no, made no, no, of metal? No, 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 no. There was a there's a wooden is it a cross. lightning rod cross? A wooden cross hanging in the in this in the church uh-huh. in this in the sanctuary. Okay, and there are lights shining on it. Okay, like a luminary, like a like light bulb, like a spotlight on yes, the cross. Yes. Okay, yeah. All right. That happens every Sunday. So you spotlight the you spotlit the cross. Yes. Now did Elvis Jesus come out at that point? No. And neither it, did Jesus, which I was a little disappointed hmm. at. Weird. Yeah. Well, it's been a long time since I've been to church. I guess things change. Yeah, I guess they do. Um anyhow. 
Everything happens. Get ready to pastors getting ready to come up, mm-hmm. and a video comes on. As 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 we do sometimes. Yeah. Uh, or uh, the uh, last time I think it happened for, uh, you know, because we're a part of we're a part of the Harvest Bible Chapel, uh-huh. you know, the the big church up in Chicago, and so like when they launch a new church and you know. Guadalajara, who the heck knows? Yeah, you know we have a video about it. That, you have to that sort of thing. You have to have a Sons of Anarchy style dramatic moment <laughs> with with inspirational yeah. music. Yeah, and, and and Jack's thumbs and belt, oh. and and it's just all him walking. But uh, no th- pictures of brown people to make white people feel better. Yeah, so they're <laughs> surprisingly, fortunately accurate. <laughs> but but no. Uh, <laughs> I said that to say that's not what I have a problem with. Okay, there's a place for videos. Sure, sure. You know, in service, and, and it's just another form of media. I yeah, mean, no, yeah. but no, it's no different than an organ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, we have videos for different pastors, sometimes missionaries. When 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 our church donated a bunch of money to Haiti mm-hmm. for for what happened there, and like we showed some of the buildings that were built and things like that. Yeah, so I get it. But this video, however. That was rather bumbling. Sorry. This video. Go on. However, was about, <laughs> and I don't know who it was done by. Like, it, there wasn't a logo or something of some sort. Um, but the video was about, and it had people like the one name I do remember is Mike Huckabee. Oh, oh, oh okay, all right, let's do it. Let's talk about it. Uh. And I, I believe there were other names of that sort uh-huh. that I don't recall. I don't think any of the current presidential candidates, Cruz mm-hmm. and, and, and Paul, definitely didn't see Paul. I would have remembered Paul. And I would have marked it as something that I didn't like about yeah. him. But, but no, the video was about the uh, the gay cakes thing. Oh, really? Really? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Come on, man. Leave Indiana alone. <laughs> Well, that's pretty Let much Indiana be the terrible armpit of the United States that it is. And 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 and, and so here's I'm just going to sort of describe the video. It was kind of a 5 or 8 minute long video. Really? That yeah. And and they talked about this thing and the narrator was saying things like and here was the part that I was actually a little bit okay or the message that I was actually okay with. Mm-hmm. Because the point that they made and they didn't make it from some sort of scriptural or religious point of view, but the point that they made was a small business owner should be allowed to 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 serve or not serve people based on 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 their religious beliefs. No, no, nope. and and uh, no, so, Wrong. hold on, and, and I'm okay with that. But th- then they went further, and it's all of this, just this whole gay thing. Mm-hmm. And the part that really stuck out was one of the one of the shop owners was like. Because I guess she refused, like one of her friends, who was a, it was a, flor, it was a florist, and she'd been friends with this person for a long time, and then they wanted him to do the flowers for their wedding, mm-hmm. which was the same-sex union. Uh, uh, and uh, she was like, no, I just calmly said that my beliefs won't let me do that, and they were fine with that. Like They, they know that I don't hate gay people. I've been friends with them for a long time. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of, I would file it under, like, that's what I get. See, I okay, no, I, I don't get that. Really? You don't hate gay people. You've been friends with these people for a long time. Uh-huh. But you're arbitrarily calling out one facet of their life that you don't like in order to make a point, what you think is a larger point about how religious you are. Yeah. That's a total that's a total summation of that situation. Mm-hmm. So you are sacrificing I agree. your relationship with them 
your witness, quote-unquote, as a Christian in order to fall in line with some sort of dogmatic bureaucracy that's given to you by billionaires who don't actually give a crap about you or God? Come on. That, that, that to me, pisses me off more than the person who gets on social media and is like, OMG, these two gay people came in looking for cupcakes for their wedding. We're told it's not going to serve them anything because their fags are going to burn in hell. <laughs> that pisses me off more than that because that's something you, you're, you're actively sacrificing a good relationship in your life. People that you have an yeah. influence over that you make that you hopefully and make a positive influence in. See, and Jesus, it's, it's an opportunity for you to say all, all dogma... Everything aside, aside, you're my friend and I love you. Yes, you mean enough to you mean enough to me that I'm going to make a hard decision. Yeah, and I'm going to make a hard decision that I may not feel comfortable with, but I'm going to make it in the way that you that benefits you the most Mm -hmm. because I care that much about you. But isn't that that the sort of caring that that a Christian is supposed to do? Yes, and I agree that self sacrificing, like you're sacrificing. What you and it's not it's not it's not even belief. There's nothing in scripture that says in the New Testament that says gay people are terrible. Shun them. There's nothing in the New Testament that says shun anybody. This whole uh, stupid argument about I don't shunning. Think there's anybody anything technically in the Old Testament that says that other than it's in the just Old Testament the same. there is. Yeah, in the Old Testament it is there. You're supposed to cast people out who who refuse. Yeah, but to, that's everybody though. And, but even that's even, the guy who didn't bring his goat in on time. Yeah, I mean that's I mean and of course the people are going to go back to I Paul mean, stone and, adulterers. Yeah, like that's they're going to go back to Paul and the, I guess it was. Either Thessalonica or Colossians, I don't know. One of one of those churches that he wrote the seven letters to, and, and about the the stepson that was that was having sex with his stepmom, yeah, that sort of thing. The, uh, Philippians, wasn't it? I, I guess I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that whole that whole situation was he, he was people love to quote that situation, but it was also a situation where he was a prominent leader in the church. It was somebody who was, who was able to take a large portion of the church and sway them to their side. So basically, Paul wasn't trying to to brood out sinners so much as stop a divide in this church in the church of Philippi. Yeah. So uh, you know what? It's yeah. Yeah. See, but but, but to me, but, but, but then there's this voice in my head that just says like. Shouldn't you be allowed to do what you want to do? Like, because the Constitution says Congress should make no law about religion or the exercise thereof. Mm-hmm. And that's a yeah, paraphrase, yeah. but you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if you don't like it, go to somewhere where the Constitution says otherwise. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, he, they're, it, they are a business in a public sphere. Like, they, yeah. they don't have constitu- the public- constitutional protection. They, as pe- and this, this, this goes all the way back to Citizens United, okay? Yeah. People have constitu- constitutional protection. Yeah. People have the Bill of Rights. People have all the laws of the American government. Corporations do not have constitutional protection. Corporations are not people. Yeah, but what if it's a single entity? You own the shop. But you're you're still a business operating in the public sphere. So that business that business does not have yeah. constitutional See, I just, protection. I, I mean, I, and, and I like and it maybe to I'm way off base. Maybe I'm like, completely wrong uh, from a legal standpoint. But like, what if somebody came in and said, uh, you know? I would like a cake for my uh, divorce party, or my orgy, or what you know, yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. And 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 they they chose to say, yeah, that's not really something I agree with, so I, I can't really do that. But you're should not, they have the freedom to do that? Yeah. Should they have the freedom? Like to I say, think I think everybody gets hung up on the gay thing. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. Like the gays and not the gays. Like, should like, shouldn't pe- they have the freedom to say? Like, yeah, should people? Free country. 
People, yeah, go another, go, get, you, yourself, get yourself another cake. You know what? And it does come down to because a dad gum at Walmart will give cakes to anybody. Yeah, it, well, it does come down to the fact that <laughs> cakes, but of of can you should you be able allowed to refuse somebody service? And yes, you should be allowed to refuse somebody. Right, service. and some people have signs up that just say that you should be allowed. Like bars well, will just say like we can refuse you service. I mean, yeah, if you get for drunk any and reason. belligerent and start you know shouting and carousing about the n word and yeah, you know, a white America. But, Get the hell out! But what we, I have a problem with it place for that. is is where here's where I have a problem with it. Honestly, when when uh-huh. it's, well, all fine, cakes, it's all fine, it's all it's all fine no, and dandy. If the guy wants to say, you know what, or the person who owns the cake shop wants to say, you know what, it's a gay wedding. I don't really feel comfortable I, yeah. doing that. Okay, you're you're Your a douchebag. You're you're human filth, in my opinion. Uh-huh. But and that's your it's opinion. Fine. It is my opinion. Yeah, but it's. You, that's fine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, every, some of us are in the 21st century, but not everybody's there yet. I get it. Okay, <laughs> right. okay. Maybe your children will be better than you. Yeah. Okay. That's all I have to say to that person. Yeah. But when it comes to it's a it's a it it's a they're whores they're whores because that cake shop hasn't said you know what we don't really feel comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. That cake shop has blatantly said we're making a stand, okay? Yeah. They make it a, a PR thing. They got on social media and they made a big deal about how they're refusing this person's service. And the person, I'm sure, made a big deal on social media about how this place refused them service. Um, I, I saw a headline last week on Reddit that this cake shop had gotten like uh, well, there's been a couple $800,000 in donations in like a couple weeks from people across the country who wanted so to support stupid. them. That's um that's uncalled for. It was and a, I think it was a GoFundMe account that they had. That's yeah, I don't agree and, with that. Because basically it was like Because that's your private business. No, but they I, I, seriously they, that's how I look at it. They that's did your a, private business. They did a GoFundMe account because they were like we've seen a, our business has taken a hit because of this bad PR we've gotten. Uh-huh. So we need help to support our business. And they got almost a million dollars in donations <laughs> yeah, from but people see, around the country. The true capitalist in me says, if that's the kind of hit you're taking, then you need to think about that as a business owner. Yeah. And 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 it's the same thing I said for Hobby Lobby. When everybody got weird about, oh, they don't want to provide birth control. If you don't like that, don't freaking go there. Yeah. That's your right as a free American citizen mm-hmm. to go anywhere you want mm-hmm. to get wreaths. You know what I mean? But when, but then you politicize it, and you make it into something that people can do, donate money to. Yeah, that's and and bananas. they click that's... and they have five dollars added to their credit card debt, and they feel a little bit better about themselves for the yeah, rest of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, and no, that's all. That. It, all it's about. It's and and how, and you you know it's it's evangelicals donating all this money to oh, the sure, person. Sure, sure, sure. Because like, that's what they believe. Yeah. That, how how small do you have to be? To donate money to a pastor on television who doesn't give a fuck about you, how much money do you have? How 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 small? How badly do you have to feel about yourself in order to feel like sending a hundred dollars to a cake shop? Yeah, that is somebody who's supposed to be taking a hit, a business who's supposedly taking a hit. Yeah. like so what? So you can buy them a, a better house? Well, to me, that's so again that's get that's, new cars. That's all your business and and the the, the pure, like I said, the pure capitalist in me says, you know. Uh, oh my god! You know the people that are like, oh my gosh! Like in Amsterdam, they have red light districts. Yeah, and that's how, the, and they've got it managed, and they've got it figured out, and mm-hmm. that's their business. They, they yeah. you, you, you want to pay for that t- type of interaction? And it's your business, and all your business. That stuff should I be illegal this, in the states too. It, like, I, 
I do the same thing with weed. That's all your like the Colorado, the Washingtons. That's their business. You don't yeah. like it, don't live there. Go somewhere else. Yeah, and and it, it even goes down to geographically. You know, like you could, we could, we could go get a, a probably a one room flat over in the east side for four hundred bucks a month, and we could have access to all the heroin we wanted. Yeah. But I don't go live there because I don't I don't I don't want to support that. That's not the environment that I but want see, to be in. See, and that's my freedom to do. I so. would take it a step further and say, why make laws of banning things at all? Why not say, oh, I'm a I'm a rational adult who can who can make the good decision right. that I don't go to a prostitute yeah. or that or I don't buy heroin. heroin. Yeah, okay, exactly. You don't have to make it illegal for me to not to know that it's bad for me. Yeah, and that's that's whole that's the whole thing that. I hate about the moral majority in this country. What we called the moral majority in the eighties and nineties, and now we call the conservative movement, which yeah. is a, a, a movement completely founded on banning things, on yeah. saying this is bad. You can't make the right decision for yourself. We're going so to have it. to tell you yeah. what you can and cannot do. Yeah, and it's, I think bogus it's part of the libertarian part of me. But the, the the mere fact that we have to have laws to allow people who to allow same-sex couples to get married yeah. or have to have laws to allow people who who have debilitating cancer pain the, to give them marijuana yeah, or people who are on a hardcore AIDS medication who weed is one of the only things that things that helps yeah. helps their situation. You know, medical marijuana is not for everybody, but for, for a small minority, it it's the best thing that they can have in their situation. Yeah. Because it's not another medication that you're mixing in. It's it's simply you're getting high. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, and that's and and and, and that libertarian vein in me. That's the, see, that's what I go back to because yeah. it's like if, if that small shop owner wants to make the decision, so be it. And if the people around them are going to drive them out of business by not going in there, well, I guess you saw how that worked out. Yeah. I, I you know. But the whole thing about making your people, problem, not mine. Yeah, making a person a criminal <laughs> because. You know? They want to go see a prostitute, or making a person criminal because they want to get stoned. It it it's stupid. Um, yeah. But, but I, the laws in this country are all about making criminals. They're yeah. not about stopping criminals. It's about creating criminals yeah. through things that that people do that should be normal. Okay. At, 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 why why are we even having this debate right now about you and I aren't having the debate, but in the country about about gay rights in this country? Yeah. It's it's not. Something that we should be debating, right? People have rights, and they're exactly. That's what stops. And sexuality like, doesn't your sexuality doesn't ter- determine does, your rights. Doesn't mean you have less rights. Yeah. And so basically, what the evangelical right in this country has done now in the and past see, ten the thing years in terms of state, if a church doesn't want to wed a gay couple, that's their business. Yeah, that's their business. Congress yeah. shall make no law about religion. That's their religion. That's how they want to exercise mm-hmm. it. So be it. You can't get married in a church. Yeah. That's the church's business. Yeah. They do. Some churches will do that right now with with couples they know have been living together beforehand. And again, yeah. that's their business. I yeah. don't agree with it. That's their business. Um, but it's like, it's freedom, people. We don't we don't have it anymore. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah, but basically, what what the evangelical right in this country over the past ten to fifteen twenty years have said is that people who are gay have automatically less rights than everybody else. You're not you don't have rights because you're a person. You don't have liberty because you're a person. You have you start with one hundred percent liberty, one hundred percent rights. And everything we don't like about you ticks off less of your rights. Okay, right. so you're 100%. Right. You don't have a million dollars, you now have 20% rights. Yeah. You're gay, you have 50% rights. You're black, you have 5% rights. Yeah. You're disabled, you have 4% rights now. So if you're you're gay, black, disabled, and not a billionaire, or not yeah. a millionaire, you have 4% rights in this country. Yeah. Okay? I have like 25% white, or 25% rights. <laughs> 25% white? Because I'm white. Yeah. 
you know, I'm poor, so that puts me in the 80. Yeah. Right? But I'm white, so that bumps me up another five. Gives you a couple points. Yeah. 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 No, no. I, I agree, and it's it's ridiculous. Like right, Well, actually, whiteness general. bumps you up about another 10 points, but anti-consumer in me, that bumps me down another five points. Three or four points, yeah. 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 The fact that I know I'm not all taken with the shiniest baubles that come out. Um, yeah. You know. Sharp new phone you got, though. I like it's that. a month old. It it's feels a- old. I oh. want a new one. Oh well, go get I heard one. go get one. Yeah. You're a white American, man. You deserve it. I heard a uh, hardworking white American. Go get one. Mm-hmm. I heard that Android was coming out with the new uh, with the new slushy uh, <laughs> um, oper- operating system. Yeah, and yeah, I really yeah, want yeah. the slushy. I have the uh, yeah. Well, they're joking. It's going to be M M&M and M actually because M comes after L. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the Hot Fudge Sunday right now, and it's great. Yeah, good it's stuff. Great. Good stuff. Wait, actually, what Serving do I great. have? You got lollipop. I got lollipop. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we know which one of us is into that and which one of us isn't. But uh, <laughs> speaking of okay rights and and uh, weird stuff, and we can maybe close out on this. I don't know. Well, I have I have one. We got one segment. We are recurring segment. Yes, it's true, and that follows morality. And I was actually going to say that. And thank you for bringing it up. Okay. Recurring segment. Mormons versus Scientologists. Dun, 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 dun. Mormons versus Scientologists. Hey! Uh, you got something for us, Matt? All right, Addison, here we go. All right. Let's go to this factoid. Yeah, he's got one for us. A factoid. Mm-hmm. Mormons or Scientologists? Will our lucky contestant be able to guess which of those two people groups believes this particular factoid? Okay, I, my phone's being a little bit slow. Perhaps. Oh, see, you do need a new one. <laughs> okay, here it is. Perhaps you lost the factoid. Oh, here it is, here it is. This is... And the factoid is... This one is very unique to the blank faith. Mm-hmm. Basically, mm-hmm. everyone on Earth now yeah. was a spirit in their pre-existence. When we die, our spirits are separated from our bodies, and if we're good, we go to spirit paradise. If we are bad, then we go to spirit prison. The spirit world exists as a place for spirits to go while awaiting the second coming. Now, Addison, is that is that Scientologists or is that Mormons? Basically that we have a pre-existence in our yeah, body's yeah, yeah, yeah. temporal, kind of temporary place. Just a spot for the spirit to hang out uh-huh. in for a while. And we get to either go back to spirit prison or we get to go to spirit heaven. Um, but the spirit is immortal. Okay, see, God is saying Mormon. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why. Maybe God is saying Scientologist because, again, I, th- I I just have it in my head that Mormons are more into, like, the Jesus thing and, like, the the traditional uh, Bible thing. But um, tough one because that's uh, – that could be either one. I don't, Scientology. Scientologist. You're wrong. Oh. It's Mormons. Wow. It's the Mormons. Now, Scientology is very close because Scientologists Jesus do believe really that, that. <laughs> Scientologists do believe that uh, your spirit – Eternally lives and goes off. Right, but it didn't exist before. But yeah, Mormons do believe in the pre-existence of the spirit. So I guess there are predetermined so number so of people. So I guess what, you've been around since the creation of some sort? Yeah, you or just what can't is... remember it, I guess. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's almost like reincarnation, but not. It's like, like reincarnation, the world's worst except... reincarnation. Yeah, because you only get one try. <laughs> It's like yeah. reincarnation, but you only get it once. You can't better yourself. You don't yeah. come back as a Which Donald Trump. I thought the whole point of reincarnation was like you get multiple shots at it. Yeah, exactly. 
bettering yourself and, oh, this time I'm a toad, Uh that sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah. you don't have to have another quarter to start the game over. Right. You know. Well, okay, Mormons, wow. It's Mormons. Next week I'll have a Scientology fact. Or will I? (laughs) There we go. There we go. Uh, Okay, I'm not familiar, and I'm hoping that you are, because I've got no idea. But... What's going on in Baltimore, Matt? Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of anger. A lot of anger is going on in Baltimore right now, and I think it's. But is it over a singular event or what is? Well, there's uh, over over a police shooting. It is okay. Yeah. Um, gray something gray. I can't okay, no, uh, where protests of rage, I just pulled up like the first article I saw on, like, on Reddit. Where protests of rage over the death in police custody earlier this month of Freddie Gray, a 25-year-old black man. Police in riot gear drove... Oh, well, this is... Okay, see, this doesn't give details about the actual event. And that's the thing. I'm curious about the details of the actual... Of the actual event? I don't know the details of the... I know they protested, the... like, his funeral. Yeah. Or... Was it the, the the man's funeral or some officer's funeral or something? Uh, I know that no, kind of spawned. I, I I think it was just uh, the uh, like vigil or what have you. Yeah, exactly. Um, kind of like what happened with Michael Brown here in in St. Louis. Um, it's not the same as situation as Michael Brown, but here's the thing. Uh, Baltimore is a an, another place like St. Louis, man. It's it's a it's a it's a pot that's about to boil over. There's a lot of anger, and there's a lot of separation between races. I mean, if you look, it's it's Maryland. So you have you have Baltimore right across the river, uh, or right, I'm not sure if there's a river there, but adjacent to it is okay. Washington D.C. Well, this is and just Washington D.C. is full of politicians and lobbyists, a ton of white people, rich people, and everybody people. else is black. There's yeah. a huge disparity of wealth. And privilege in Washington D.C. in Baltimore and the whole Eastern Seaboard there, right there, between like Pennsylvania and and Baltimore before you get up into New York, the New York area. And, yeah. You know. Okay. So here, here this, again, this is just from Wikipedia on April twelfth. Which, gosh, wow, that was like two weeks ago. Twenty-five, Freddie Gray, a twenty-five-year-old African American, was taken into custody by the Baltimore Police Department for possession of a switchblade. While being transported, Garrett Gray fell into a coma and was taken to a trauma center with injuries to his spinal cord and larynx. Mm-hmm. Ray died on the 19th, 2015. Circumstances of the injuries are unclear. Eyewitness accounts suggest the officers involved have partaken in unnecessary use of a force against Gray while arresting him, a claim mm. denied by the officer involved. See, I would believe that, but we never ever hear about p- police brutality. That's not a thing that normally <laughs> happens right. very often, so I can't believe that. Yeah. On April 21st... No, I totally believe that. Pending an investigation of the incident, six Baltimore police officers were temporarily suspended with pay. Commissioner Anthony Batch reported that the officers failed to provide medical attention to Gray in a timely manner, nor did they buckle him inside the police van when trans- when they trans- when being transported to the police station. Gray's death resulted in an ongoing series of protests and civil disorder. A major protests in downtown Baltimore turned violent, resulting in 34 arrests and injuries to 15 police officers. After Gray's funeral on the 27th, which was Monday, unrest intensified with looting and burning of local businesses in a CVS drugstore, culminating with a state of emergency declaration by Governor Larry Hogan. I knew that. And the Maryland National Guard deployment to Baltimore. Unrest intensifies. Mm. Um, 
honestly, though, and I'll just say this, and this is really all I've got. Mm-hmm. All I've seen on Facebook and anywhere else, pre- predominantly, other than strictly news articles that have seen being linked to and headlines and such, it's just the same crap with, that was with Michael Brown that pissed me off. And that is people politicizing it one way or the other, mm-hmm. despite the way that it necessarily can. Yeah. And in general, I would say this in terms of what's happening in Baltimore. The community reacting in a way that is not beneficial to their cause. Whether that's whether that's right or wrong. That's not that's not a discussion we need to have and I we're not going to have this discussion. Right. That's just my gut though. I know. Because every other news station mm-hmm. and we're not a news station. Every other TV well, show, sorts. we're not a TV show. Right. Every other radio show, we're not a radio show. Every other good podcast, we're not a good podcast, <laughs> is talking about how, is talking about the reactions of the mob. Yeah. Uh, the, and they're talking about the difference between mobsters and looters and thugs and peaceful protesters. Yeah. Okay. Who cares? Who cares whether or not a couple hundred thousand dollars in damage is done to the city of Baltimore. Who cares if a couple hundred thousand dollars in damage is done to the city of St. Louis? I don't I don't give a crap. None of us should care. Mm-hmm. The owners of those businesses, sure they should care. Yeah. Nobody else should care of damage to, to, to property. It should not be an issue. The the difference between thugs and peaceful protesters should not be an issue. The difference between rioters and protesters should not be an issue. Okay? Because it's all stemming from one problem, and the more we talk about the difference between peaceful protesters and looters, the more we're, we're not talking about this one specific problem. And that, in this, in this country, we no longer have a police force. We have a paramilitary. We have a military presence on our streets every day. They wear badges. They have guns. They call themselves cops. Okay? Mm-hmm. They're the worst kind of people in the world. Now, I'm not saying that being a cop is a bad thing. I'm not saying that being a cop makes you a bad person, but you are the worst kind of person in the world, and that's the kind of person that will. T- what is going on with your? I'm phone sorry, right? I'm getting I- I'm getting texted by annoying people uh, who want to come over and smoke weed. Um, I- <laughs> the the you're being the worst kind of person in this world is someone who knows some something's going on, knows that part of the problem, and has nothing to do nothing does nothing to about it at all. Okay, and in this country right now we have a terrible problem with the police force with it being a club where you're in or you're out there is no dissent okay if you have to go with what the mob says if you if you want to have a dissenting voice you want to say hey let's take this in a different direction boys you're ostracized and you're forced out of the union we need to deunionize the police force in this country we need to get them back under control we live in a police state that's the problem the problem isn't isn't um what the well, mob do is doing. The problem isn't what events? the people... What's up? Do you think that'll fix these type of events, though? Yes. Yes. The problem is po- police brutality. Or, or, or good stuff. No, we're never going to be able to solve race relations. Those are hardwired into our DNA. Like, it's part of our evolution. We're yeah. supposed to be wary of people from other tribes of us. Mm-hmm. That's how we evolved as, 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 a, as a species. Right. Okay? It's hardwired into our, our genetic makeup. We're never going to lose it. So we, need, we, can't, we can't do... That's something we can do nothing about. So we can't focus on... Fixing racism. It's never going to happen. 
what we need to focus on is Felix fixing the bureaucracy that's made pe- people in this country that don't have a million dollars in their bank account an oppressed people group. If you don't have a million dollars in this country, you are worthless. You're not you're not a, a part of the actual country. Yeah. I see I've long you have said no, the same thing. You have thing. no power. About the people that are talking about, you know, you hear like peace, peace in the Middle East, you know, you get, you get people to sit down. And it's like, I've always felt the same thing. Like you, you are not going to get people, generally speaking, of, of Judeo-Christianity and or Islam to ever be on the same page. Yeah. And they, and both of those people groups think that a one section of land is theirs, given by God. Mm-hmm. And, and you won't change that. Yeah, I I appreciate the sentiment. I I get why you want to do it because mm-hmm. weapons are bigger now. People can really get hurt. Yeah, but you're not going to fix that. Yeah, this that's going to go on till till we die. And that's the, I agree with you there. And that's and then, and then that's how I look at the racism thing. Yeah. Like that's you know. But we're not fighting over a piece of land here. What we're what we're fighting over is the fact that there is a certain people group in this country that is automatically maligned by. A much larger, much more powerful—well, not larger in numbers, but much larger in in, in scope and, and their ability, their their power structure, much more powerful. Um, and the, the, it's it's black people versus policemen. We've had a, a a culture in this country of instantly of of putting pitting those dogs against each other. Right? We people make jokes about it. How it's it's you know you uh you can't be be black. In this country, you're all, you all being always afraid of cops. And if you're black in this country, right? Like yeah. people joke about it. I yeah. I don't joke about it, and I'm not being very very eloquent right now. But it's a when you treat it as something to joke about the the fact that everybody knows it happens. Everybody knows racial profiling is a problem in 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 uh, law enforcement, um, and it's it's something that's now been ingrained in young black people. Um, and it's been ingrained in, in police officers that, yeah. uh, you know, no matter, I agree with you. no I matter agree what with you. it says on your, in your training manuals, the culture of being a cop means that you profile black people. Yeah. And the one thing about this the whole profile thing. of the, the profile of being a, or the, the culture of being a, being black in this country is that you're instantly wary of cops. Yeah. Well, and the one thing that, that, that pisses me off to no end even if there's some shred of truth to it in, in terms of society or the way they were, the way people were raised or whatever might lend a shred of truth to this is when my friends slash family who are, are white, uh, you know, say, well, police officers wouldn't feel that way about them if they didn't commit more crime. I, yeah. I hate that more yeah. than anything in the world. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what I hear all the time around Michael Brown, mm-hmm. Ferguson, and Baltimore, and, and and anything like that. Next time you next time and you hear I, that, I, 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 I have something to come back with. I've got I've got no tolerance for that. I don't even I I hate it. I have your response. You ready? Yeah. What's up? Okay. Next time somebody brings up that line of logic, bring up bring it to its next extent. Tell me to bag of dicks and leave. Well, number one, <laughs> uh, basically what I do now. But number, I don't, number got, two is is say well if. If the moral majority in this country wouldn't have made having a good time illegal, <laughs> then you wouldn't have you have yeah. have so many cr- black people who are criminals. Yeah, 
you wouldn't have so many young criminals. I mean, come on. If if weed had had been legalized, was always legal in this country. If we didn't have a prohibition, almost a hundred year prohibition on marijuana in this country, yeah, would black young black men be as significant in, um, in uh, in stati- prison statistics yeah, as sure, they are sure, now? Sure. No, it's funny because I would. Well, I don't. I don't think they would. No, I don't. I don't think yeah, the I, criminals and violent, be and violent criminals or, out or whatever. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be the I, same. I, I I think that there are certain things. Smoking weed is a is cultural. Black. When you're black, smoking weed is is kind of cultural. Yeah, like everybody does it. Yeah. Um, you know. No, I had a friend, uh, and I actually said this to somebody who said to me, "Well, I'm not going to say. I'm going to be intentionally murky about the details of who it was. Um, I I, I could tell you, but um." This person said that to me, like they were like the the the. Well, if they didn't commit so much crime, mm-hmm. police wouldn't have that in them. Yeah. And I said, I said, you know, if they wouldn't make laws that specifically targeted black people, then you wouldn't have a problem. Well, I said, I said, you know, I said I've got a friend, and this is true. I'm telling you, I'm telling a listener. I said I've got a friend who is white, about my age, a little bit younger, was stopped, uh, pulled over, whatever, uh, for about three ounces of weed. Okay, not a lot. Not a little, but not a lot. Yeah. Uh, and he got, I think it was five years probation. Mm-hmm. Just no shock time, no jail time, five years probation. I think he had to pee for the first year, you know, what, whatever it was. Yeah. But five years probation, no jail time, no nothing. And then he's done. It's it's a felony, but it's the kind of probation that once he's done, it's entirely off its record. Mm-hmm. And I said to the person that said that to me, I said, I said, if that guy, same age, same prior criminal record, same everything, had been black, he would not have gotten out of that without some form of prison time. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, an expensive lawyer can change that. Like, like, well, sure. obviously, there's some variables there, but generally speaking, that's the case. But you can't, you can't hire a, and, a, and that's wrong. Yeah, and so I told him, I said, I said that's wrong, mm-hmm. and 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 I I like the way I put that because. Forget it. You feel maybe you feel that weed should be illegal. That's your business. I, you know, so be it. I, I don't personally think that. But even if you think that it should be illegal, the way that we treat those types of things is is absolutely wrong. Yeah. Like like black people, Indian people, Bosnian people, white people. The the rules and the way that that even that you get in trouble for the laws that 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 you're you're saying are you know are ridiculous or whatever. It shouldn't be any different. Mm-hmm. Like you're in trouble, you're in trouble, you're in trouble. Yep. So that everyone knows when they're riding around with weed in their vehicle, despite their color, they know what the consequences are. Yeah. Despite their color or what the lawyer that they can afford. Was reading a period. Uh, reading a story about a That's a, a no knock raid that would happen mm-hmm. a month or so ago. And uh no knock raids, you know, they they knock down the door and they come in yeah. and they arrest everybody and then they sort out the details later. Yeah. So they do. uh they come in um looking for this kid who they thought were deal who they thought was dealing drugs. Mm-hmm. And they found uh I think it was like a half ounce of weed yeah. in his bedroom in his sock drawer. Yeah. Um they arrested uh him, his mother <laughs> and put a, a, a seizure on the house. Oh wow. Um, but the biggest thing, the reason why they put a seizure on the house was because, um, in the kitchen they had, uh, sandwich baggies, you know, the fold over kind box mm-hmm. of sandwich baggies. Yeah. Like most kitchens in America do. Uh, I say, I've got a box of those. And they, ch- the DA the charged him with intent to distribute. 
based on the sandwich baggies. And a half ounce of weed. And a half ounce of weed because sandwich baggies are used, by and large, um, in the distribution of marijuana. Well, foils used to cook meth, too. So uh-huh. uh-huh. I am de- I'm I'm declaring this house, which is at an unknown location to our listeners, a meth house. I have I have two different sizes of baggies right now. I have trash bags and that foil? I can put weed in. I I have a roll of foil. I do. This is a meth house. Uh-huh. That's um, what this is. Yeah, I even ha- I even have a couple bobby pins. This is a meth house. I have some bobby pins that some people sometimes people use them to scrape scrape out uh the the bowls of their marijuana pipes after this they're is done using house. them. That's what this is. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And there is weed in this house. This I don't know where it's house. hidden, though. That's, <laughs> well, that's, let's true all, let's, that's a true statement. That's a true statement. Let's all wish Matt good luck with that. <laughs> Matt, good luck with that. Uh, you think next week you give us an update on the, the, the case of the hidden weed? I, I have a good um, sense of smell for it. If I, I wanted <laughs> to find it, I, it would be found. Oh, right. You it's said you have hit- a good sense of crime. Or you yes. can smell crime. I can smell crime. I can exactly. smell the crime in my apartment right now. I, I, you know, I, I know the area yeah. it's in. I can sometimes smell the crime in my apartment building in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and and occasionally when the air comes on, not usually. Yeah, uh, but there was there was a few more neighbors that we had where they I don't know if they were like blowing into a vent or what have you, but but there was sometimes when the air would kick on. I was like, okay, yeah. all right, really, guys, is that mm-hmm. I don't I don't That's care that you do be it now. Yeah, I, was like, I don't care that you do it. It's your business, but I don't. I would feel the same way about cigarettes. A cigarettes is a much more permeating, but thing but yeah. like come on guys really come on yeah blow that somewhere else or out the door or mm-hmm. up your butts up your butt up your in butt. the butt in the butt um well thank you for listening we've kicked it around do we have anything else to kick around or is that pretty much i think it? that's about it where are we at an hour and 10 minutes yeah we, not too uh, bad not too that's bad. that's enough you guys have had enough that's it of our genius for one uh, okay yep an extra 10 minutes after yep. being gone for two weeks and if you don't like this episode Here's what I'd recommend: if, not Down, telling anybody about it. Just, download it, yeah, to to your computer, mm-hmm. and put it on a flash drive. Yep, the MP3 file. Uh huh. And then shove it up your butt. Uh, up your butt. Yeah, and then up your okay. butt. Yep. I love this one of the best <laughs> episode where Stanley does that. Yeah. <laughs> Every single piece of advice. Uh, I like the fact that they're no longer laughing. They're not laughing at him saying "shove it up your butt." They're laughing at the fact that Stanley is being. A comical, he's, yeah, entity. he's being funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I saw I just recently watched the episode because I'm watching through it. I don't have anything else to watch. We're talking about the Office, by the way. If you have, uh, well, you have Louis, uh, Bloodline. Yeah. Did you finish Bloodline? I did. Did yeah. you, by the way? I did. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, not bad. A B overall. Overall a B. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Good. Uh, yeah. That's kind of how I felt. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. You know, I'm not. I wasn't blown away. Yeah. But I was like. I'll probably watch the next season. It wasn't great. I'm not going to be run out and tell. I'm not running out and telling people about it. But yeah, it was a yeah, decent watch. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I'm kind of waiting for Louie and Silicon Valley because I want to watch them all in a row and be pleasured like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, so I watched the episode where uh, Stanley gets the offer from Utica to leave, uh-huh. and and Michael's like money. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, that was a good part too. <laughs> What, what what would it take for you to stay, Stanley? Money. money. Well, well, that's we can't. not in the budget, yeah. but uh, money. More money. Yeah. No, there's this the the, and the part of that where Stanley or where Michael's describing Stanley, mm-hmm. and they're like, he's like those big watery eyes, and they show him doing a couple different things around the office, and then they say that smile, and they show just his comp- just totally flat face mm-hmm. as he's looking in in the refrigerator in the break room. Yeah, he's just looking at it. And he just says that smile. 
just just great. Yeah, I love it. Oh my god, there will never be a better show, Matt. I've said it time and time again. I, I disagree, but I understand where you're coming from, and I know, and I get it. I, just, I, just I love the office with too. everything encompassed: the comedy, the drama, the yeah. the romance, the the. I think the the way they did the is she isn't she, you know, are they aren't they kind of thing I think was so good. Just I think you have a it, much more emotional connection to it, perhaps, which is why you think perhaps. it's the greatest. I tear up. I, I you know. as I was watching through, I tear. They they did that episode where uh, Jim interviews for the job in New York, and you mm-hmm. think he's going to go to the job in New York, and he's sitting in David Wallace's office, and he opens up his notebook, and there's a note from and a note note from Pam slips from out, Pam and slides on the floor. I think it says, "Well, well, it's it's sitting there on his book, and it don't says, forget about us." Don't forget about yeah. us when you're famous. And yeah. it has those little the little medals that they made for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And he, he can't focus in the interview from then on. And then they there's something else and then well, they cut back to love. her and then they cut back to her interview. And she's like she's like, Jim and I never really had the, the right timing. And then he um, pops in. And then he pops in and he says, Pam, are you free for dinner tonight? And she's like, Yeah. And he's like, All right then it's, it's a date. It's a date. And closes the door. And then she tears I'm tearing up right now. And she tears up. She's like, I'm tearing up right now. I'm sorry, what were we talking about again? I'm tearing up right now. Oh, it's a cute moment. That's it is. how much I love that show. It is. That's how much I love those two people. Aww. Big old softy, Addison Todd. I'm telling you what. For The Office, yeah. Not for, like, other stuff. No, this is the, <laughs> but, that, that, that emotion you have right now, that's yeah, the way I feel yeah. at, during the last hour of Return of the King. The movie, the movie? Re- okay. Yeah, Return of the King, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. all right. For a whole hour? Wow. Yeah, I know. It's an emo- it's an emotional roller coaster. For I me. need to feel things. I need to. I, you maybe you I'm think chasing... you, is that is that a problem? <laughs> not not feeling things. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should get into dragons and stuff. If that's what that gives you know you. what a, dragons are real high, really high right now. Like oh, yeah? their stock is huge. Yeah. Well, with the game, how of to dragons. train your dragon? Yeah. Game of dragons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dragons and dragons and Lord of the Rings. I was gonna say, I think we're still hungover from Lord of the Rings. Everyone's yeah. still you know, the hobbits and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the girl yeah, with yeah. the dragon tattoo. Yeah, uh huh. Dragging the body through the cemetery. That's a movie that's going to come out pretty soon. Yeah, you know? Dadgum, There's a lot of dragons. Yeah, uh, yeah. Y- you mean take the... a dragon? This man. Uh huh. Yep. 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 Uh, dragon Which is man. The new buddy comedy with Seth Rogen. Yeah. and Will Ferrell. Seth Rogen, I think you know what? I take a drag on this man. They've never really teamed up on anything before, and I really want to see this combo: Will Ferrell and, and <laughs> yeah. Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, take a drag on this man. Yeah, well, uh, I think James Franco's going to be in it too. I really hope not. I mean, I, I hope they separates. You know, their yeah. relationship is kind of a little crutch on each other. Yeah, you know? yeah. And who's that other guy? The guy from uh, East Bound and Down, Danny McBride. And Danny, I feel yeah. like Danny McBride's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Are are we talking about uh, this is the end too? I don't know, but uh, th- th- then that... it better be the actual end. Yeah, yeah, is all I'm saying. Because uh-huh. I saw this is the end, wasn't the end. So this is the end too. Better be the actual mm-hmm. the, the actual end. Yeah, all I'm saying, all I'm saying. Yeah, and they're making a dragon movie off that one uh, that one Pinterest meme that got really big. Uh, he does, if he if if he doesn't love me at my dragonist. Yeah. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't he, deserve he, me at my at my chameleon. Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, I don't know. It breaks yeah. down. Something Who cares? Like I yeah. I've lost the will to be funny. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. So long, everybody out there in Audio Land. Is that there it is. is that the that end? Is. That's it. All right. All right.